This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top-tier lineup. With Leaf Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Hello and welcome to the Blue Monday podcast, a three times weekly show looking into the exciting happenings of Ipswich Town Football Club. This is the flagship show and as it's Mother's Day, uh, alongside me I have two of Blue Monday's favourite sons. It's the, and I had to look this up, Ambi Pedal, Dave Diamond. I think I know where you're going with that. Wiz Rich. How are you both? <laughs> good, yeah, good thanks. Good thanks, man. Yeah, really good. Yeah, yeah. Just just done first barbecue of the summer, can't be summer, oh, of the nice. year. Yeah, yeah. Bit chilly. Richard, yeah, that's chilly. Bit windy. It's been like, it's like 18. I was a bit sheltered in the garden, so that wasn't too bad. We didn't, I've got to confess, we didn't sit outside any. So it's barbecue outside, food inside. Oh, but, good hey, compromise. You know, yeah. Good, well, yeah. We're, we've, we're already on food. We're less than a minute into the podcast. <laughs> how, how awful is a barbecue? And it doesn't matter how good the quality of the food is if you have to cook it in the oven. Oh, it's a oh, no, that's that's it. Yeah, you no, might as well not. Yeah, I yeah. know. Weather, weather intervenes. That's yeah. not good. No, Dave. I just, I just, I don't know what you think about this. And for those of you um, watching on YouTube, it's great that Mikey's um, hosting today's podcast from the Death Star. It's very exciting. I mean, look at it. Yeah, honestly, I was very futuristic. Or is Bond villain's evil layer? Which is it, Mikey? (laughs) I'm on a swivel chair as well, and I realise I'm swiveling every time I say something. I quite like. I can do this. I um, I quite like. Is that? Is that? Is that a hat? A coat stand. It's a coat stand. I'm wondering what's going on there. There's there a coat go. stand. Yeah. Got a little coat stand ah, there. Yeah. yeah, it's barbecue weather oh, now. What's on the whiteboard? Good? What's on the whiteboard? Um, the Wi-Fi password. Oh, yeah. Stay fast, uh, yeah. Could yeah, have been I a lunch order. I can't tell you that. Uh, no, no. Password okay. one. Yep. Yeah. Right, right, two, three, four, five. <laughs> <laughs> Mikey. <Right. laughs> we can't delay it any longer. Let's let's move on to the, the news from this week. And on Tuesday, Emma Hughes played 60 minutes in an under-23s game against Sheffield Wednesday. He went off, leaving us with 10 men on the pitch, but we won 3-1 anyway. Dave, do you expect him to play for the first team between now and the end of the season? Um, Have you been uh, asked that all this, this season? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, every other week. I think, um, 
Possibly. I mean, I, so clearly it was a plan for him to play 60 minutes. I know people would like tweeting who were at the game, the Playford Road, wasn't it? And yeah, we're already down to 10 and then and then Hughes goes off after an hour and you think, oh my God, not again. But obviously it was pre, pre-planned because he, you know, no, did, doesn't appear to have any adverse reaction. So you would think there would be, he'd step it up a bit with another, if there is another, I assume there's more 23 games to come, step it up with another one with, God forbid, heaven forbid, hope, fingers crossed and all that. Um, an appearance before the season's out, one would hope. Yeah. Yep. On on Friday, Flynn Dan signed a new contract, which runs until 2022. Good news this, Rich. And do you think he's improved as a player this season? Um, on the first bit, yeah, I think good news. I think he's going to have a uh, be important for us next season in League One. We, I think at the moment, and yesterday was kind of, um, sorry, the whole game was an indication of how lightweight we are in kind of midfield and just in terms of having a bit of aggression and fight to us. So he certainly brings that. In terms of his season, I think it's been up and down as he's, he's had some good moments. I think he's got better with the ball, but um, I was at Accrington away and he nearly got himself sent off. So he's got those kind of emotional moments where the things get the better of him. So if he gets rid of those, I think he'll be a solid player. And, you know, he's the kind of person that you want around in League One who, who you know, when it gets a bit naughty and a bit nasty, um, we need to give some back and he's maybe the guy to do that. Yeah, it is sort of just a case that he just needs to keep his temperament in check and then and then he can use that aggression. It's all about having controlled aggression, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so speaking of controlled aggression... Uh, later on on Friday night at the Players' Dinner at Portman Road, two modern-day Ipswich icons were inducted into the Hall of Fame. Herman Hryderson and Jason DeVos becoming the latest to be immortalised by the club. Dave, I, I think we may have some viewers and listeners who are too young to have seen Herman Hryderson at his best at Portman Road. Can you explain to them what he brought to the table at Ipswich? Great, great player, wasn't he? A, a, a warrior, you know, just a good athlete. Um, I think we signed him. Did we get him from, was it Brentford? Wimbledon, that right? I think. No, no, yeah, Wimbledon. Wimbledon. You're right, it was. Yeah, we, I know he had a few moves. We spent a few Wimbledon, quid. right on the eve of the first season in the Prem after um, after promotion. Um, yeah, fantastic. Yeah, I've sent a half or in that, you know, in the, in the, in the three, the, um, the back five, the, you know, left side. Um, and he had that he had that really nice sort of high stepping when he when he got in his stride that high stepping running style. Southampton um, away, I remember that. Oh one. my god, the assist! Yeah, yeah. that's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah the, little, just, the little dribble, shimmy, and nutmeg, and then the cross for Stewart. Still, my abiding memory is the Bradford when he I think it's Bradford when he when <laughs> he, he stand, yeah. when he heads it in and it's nicked off him by Virtual, wasn't it? Yeah, Mark it Virtual. Yeah. And he and he crowd surfs in the uh, in the North Stand. Yeah, fantastic player and uh, such an important player for us. Um, you know, for us that season, brilliant, 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 brilliant signing. Yeah, um, and yeah, well, again, even today, you know, that type of player today would just be a, you know, a, you know, a crowd favourite. He was, yeah, I think Warrior is a is a pretty apt description of him, really. Great player. Yeah, and it was, it was such a shame that we, we had to sell him on the cheap, didn't we? Because it was when we were really, really strapped for cash. Because his, really, his um, his stock oh, went up when definitely. he was at Ipswich, massively. I think, did we, I don't know, you remember, I mean, he went to Palace for, I can't remember. I mean, went, was it Palace? It was again, Charlton, wasn't it? So he, he went to was Char- it Charlton, Charlton first. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because it was Palace before, yeah. He was, yeah. Um, for, I'm pretty sure. He was 100 grand or something, 100 million. Under a million, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. no, it's um, yeah, again, one of the uh, one of the uh, one of the fi- one of the players that made up the fire sale at the time. Uh, another big man, Jason Devos, Rich, good mug that. 
big Thank fan you very of much. that. Sorry, yeah, advertising there. <laughs> Jason DeVos, so he was a rock at the back during the Royal and Magilton days, wasn't he? But were you surprised to see him in the Hall of Fame? Um, me, no, not at all. He's um, captain, wasn't he? Um, I think that he's just unfortunate that kind of he was there for the 0-4-5 season where we should have gone up and missed out on the playoffs. That was his first season, and then he kind of was there for the start of the Magilton era, and and there wasn't a huge amount to shout about. That was the kind of when the club had t- started to tail away, and you know all the best players were sold around him, weren't they? But you know an absolute hero. 171 appearances. I've done. I've done some research. Ten goals. He always popped up every now and then when I go. Um, but just a real uh, great ambassador for the club. A really lovely guy. Um, and yeah, he wasn't the fastest of centre backs, but he had the kind of yard in his head, didn't he? He was Absolutely knew where rock. to be. Um, and yeah, and he, he won every single header, didn't he? <laughs> he did. he just was hanging your hat yeah. on him, winning every header. Seriously, yeah, he really was. He was rock like, wasn't he? Yeah, but a real brilliant. gentleman and a real sort of so, yeah. pro as well. He, um, Alan Lee and um, DeVos came to my work. I used to work for <clears> Eon when we sponsored the FA Cup and sponsored Ipswich. And both of them came at the start of the 06 07 season, I think it was. And I asked both of them, I think, a question which was, um, would you ever do a kind of Marco Matarazzi? on Zinedine Zidane, you know, to kind of unsettle a, a rival player so that they headbutt you. Um, and DeVos wasn't having it. DeVos was um, very, you know, uh, I wouldn't get involved in any of that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, a proper nice guy. So, you know, I looking at the Hall of Fame names in there, there's some really big names and some quite historic names as well now. So it's good that they're bringing a few Nautilus yeah, names uh, in there too. Absolutely. And we were, we were blessed, weren't we? Because obviously when, when he went, we had Macaulay, who I'd put in the same, same, same sort of bracket. Mm. Yeah, I mean McCauley took a little bit, a little bit longer to find his feet, didn't yeah. he? But when he did, he was oh. he was a class act. Again, like DeVos, just never missed anything, didn't he? Never missed anything. Certainly in the air, very very similar. But yeah, he did. You're right. You know, hindsight took a little while to find his feet. But yeah, two great centre halves. Yeah, well deserved those two. Yeah, Haradison and DeVos. Yeah, definitely well deserved. Yeah, I bet that was a great night as well. Um, so let's move back into the current era and Hull were our opponents on Saturday. <laughs> You were well, both we, maybe we game. don't, Mike. Maybe we just skip to the end, shall we? Let's talk about more yeah, about 2000, 2001. Let's talk about sausage rolls. <laughs> yeah. We'll get to sausage rolls. Anyway, Greg's No, go on. <laughs> so, yeah, Hull at home. You were both there, but Matthew Pennington and Teddy Bishop weren't. Um, Pennington, we know, has suffered a season-ending knee injury. Wish all, wish him all the best. I'm sure he's ankle, due in. Oh, was it ankle? Yeah. Yeah, Sorry, I think yeah. he's ruptured his ankle ligaments. Yeah, bad. So he's, I think he's having a knock like today, tomorrow, I think I think it was said. Yeah. Shame because he's, he's, he's been a admirer of his, haven't you, Dave, yeah. this season? So, yeah, really how well would you, yeah, how would you review his season, as it were? And Yeah, yeah I think he's a, a bit like yeah. you described, just described McCauley, actually. Perhaps a little bit of a slow slow burner at first. But, um, yeah, I mean, certain games, he, he was certainly, the, you know, one of the better yeah, certainly one of the better players and certainly man of the match in several of the games. Yeah, I think he grew into that position. And a good, yeah, I'd, I'd put that down, I think, as a reasonably, in a shit season, a reasonably successful loan signing. Did he, yeah. he came into the Norwich game, didn't he? Did he come in and uh, run yeah. back yes, for Norwich? He I think he did, yeah. Yeah, um, he did, right. was, Yeah, he was, he was decent enough, I thought. I th- he had a yeah, good, yeah. good start of the se- season at right back and obviously moved over. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I agree with Dave there. I think, you know, there's a, there's a player there. He's at a weird age for Everton now, isn't he? I think he's, he's 24, 25, so I'm not sure he's going to get it. But if we'd have stayed oh, uh, up, you know, he'd have been the type of signing that we want, isn't it? Certainly more than a decent championship player, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think that will probably 
I mean, hopefully he recovers well from his injury. I think that will yeah. probably be his, his level, won't it? Like a, a decent so. championship career and maybe he'll get a season or two in the Premier League yeah. if he gets promoted. Yeah. Um, I think of him like Daniel Ayala, yeah. who was, came through Liverpool, didn't he, and Norwich and Borough now. He's kind of, I think of that level. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's a good, decent comparison, that. Um, Teddy Bishop, we don't know quite yeah. what's gone on with this injury. God, it... it like, it feels like every week we're we're talking about just a heartbreaking injury that just makes our season just go from bad to worse. I mean, with Bishop, if you read between the lines, I mean, I heard one or two whispers. I suppose you would hear that in a match yesterday. People were saying, oh, yeah, Bishop's out for the season now. And that would be easier to say that. But um, read between the lines, Lambert, I think, has perhaps taken a sensible view that I think he did rock his ankle, apparently, in training. And given his history of injuries he just didn't feel it was worth the risk so no midweek game this week so it'd be very interesting if he uh if he's in the squad next saturday that will be more of a pointer because then we've got saturday tuesday again haven't we mm. but um yeah shame and and certainly he was missed yesterday i felt yeah yeah agree with that so yeah the the ipswich lineup we had Barton goal a back four of Bree, chambers and nciala at centre-back with Ken Locke, who seems to have made the left-back spot his own. Knudsen on the bench again. Nolan started in midfield. Cole Skews was in the Billy Baxter role uh, with Tre- Trevor Chalabar in the boy. midfield as Naughty well. Naughty boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't wait to go. And, uh, yeah, sort of a... <laughs> what the, what do you mean that, that sort of holding midfield role at Baxter used to... Wing half. That's what we were talking about yeah, on wing... the uh, preview oh. show. Wing half. Wing half. No right idea half, what it meant half. when Harry mentioned it. But... Uh, wing half, yeah, we know, we know what he meant. Ed, Edwards, Jackson and Judge were our attacking players. So for Hull, they had Marshall, definitely the better of the Marshall brothers in goal, isn't he, Dave? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, the left back, Rich, how do you pronounce pronounce that? Uh, Lehigh. Lehigh. Ex-Forest uh, and Villa. Yeah, he came back in yesterday yeah. along with Kane. They changed three of the back four, I think. Um, device yeah. came in as well and Kane at right back bloody shame shame he came in Christ that device is a unit isn't he yeah, my solid. god yeah. Christ almighty he's huge yeah. and then then they have uh, Burke yeah. the other centre back midfield I mean it's a that's a pretty decent championship uh, midfield isn't it Grzycki on one wing Bowen on the other David Batty centre midfield with Jackson <laughs> Irvine David um, Batty Jr. No relation. I've I've found out. Well, I couldn't find okay. any reference that he was a relation. No, seriously. Sorry, no, Dave. Yeah. So but we don't. That doesn't matter. Nora Batty's. Uh, uh, no, it doesn't matter to us. As far yeah. as we're concerned, he's related. Yeah. Yeah. And Pew on loan from Bournemouth behind Fraser Campbell. I always thought Pew was a left left winger. I don't I don't remember him playing off the striker. But well, I'm not I too sure. He's, he's played there. I think pretty constantly for Hull, but. This is the trouble. This, we've kind of had this with Callum Connolly as well. You put a player in at any position in the Championship versus the Premier League, and they can probably play anyway. Look at Rhys James at Wigan. Stick him anywhere if they're decent enough at Championship level. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. That's I thought Pugh was, Pugh was decent yesterday, actually. Was, yeah, yeah, very good. And it took all of 14 minutes for Hull to take the lead. And it was at your end of the ground, Dave. So can you talk us through it? Yeah, it was... Uh... 
God. It's a great um, move, so, actually. I thought it was a really well, nice no, goal. To be fair, it was a well-constructed goal. It was a nice sort of chip ball. Could have been the other centre-half, I think. I don't think it was device, but Burke was it chipped it to... I think it was... Was it Kane? It was wide Kane right. right, yeah. Um, this is quite a good ball because he, he's wide right and he thinks well, perhaps Ken Lock should be facing him up. But he, he sort of gets the ball under control and he hits a really nice low, drills a nice low early ball in. It's a good ball. And it, for then it's quite clever. I mean, <laughs> um, Chambers is taken to school by um, basically by Pugh, isn't it? Pugh yeah. sells him a dummy and he's just flat footed. It's a good Brilliant. bit of skill. And here's, here's quite a good bit of skill from Campbell as well because Campbell kills it and doesn't, you know, he's, he's in for a striker. He's in quite a good position to get the ball out of his feet and as a shot. But he's got, he shows really good awareness. I thought gets his head up and just just sort of lays it square. And um, Grzycki coming off the left just hits it across. But decent effort by Enciala on the line, but too much power. And it's it's seeing. I think I think you're right, Rich. In, in hindsight, it's a, it's a good move. Yeah, it's a good move. Oh, it's, it's all made by Pew's dummy, isn't it? And oh, it's a class. Yeah, it's a bit of class. The other thing yeah. that I kind of it reminded me of because you guys talked about the West Ham three-one defeat in two thousand two. On this week in ITFC history, it reminded me a little bit of Marcus Spence going that Marcus Stewart does Could really well to hold the ball up and pause and then plays the pass at the right time, yeah. and that's what Camel does, doesn't he? And Grzycki, yeah, in the low in the corner. Yeah, it was good. It was a, yeah, it was a well constructed goal, and again, typical Ipswich. There's nothing in the game up front. It's only 14 minutes gone, but oh, they'd had a header wide, didn't they? And that, but that was yeah. about it. Yeah, yeah, and then shortly after it goes from bad to worse. John Nolan. Hobbles off again. Yeah. Hopefully nothing serious. I mean, it's uh, that looked like a hamstring, didn't week it? For strawberry yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> he sort of hobbled off right in front of me. That that looked quite bad. That one. I know he walked off the pitch or hobbled off the pitch, but yeah, he didn't look he didn't look too out. But he always normally know he's straight down the tunnel with the with the physio, isn't he? So wait and see on that one. But if it's a hamstring, as you think, well, that's well, if it's torn. That's the, probably rest well, of the season. Yeah, yeah. yeah if it's if it's <laughs> partial, is, yeah. Oh, you couldn't make it up, could you? Christ, it's, it's unbelievable. Yeah. really is. But Ipswich do seem to recover. Um, you'd probably say that they maybe edged the rest of the first half, Rich, and Caden Jackson had a shot from fairly close range, cleared off the line after a nice move. Oh, that's a great yeah. move. Well, there's a, there's a couple of really good chances before the end of the, the first half. I, yeah, I think, Mikey, we're, I agree that we were probably the better team... I think they'd had the, a couple of efforts, but that was it. It was mostly us. But again, it's you got Jackson, who's just totally on his own, and you know, getting crosses in. Bree still getting crosses in. Judge was getting crosses in. Edwards was getting crosses in, and there's no, no one, one in there. The box. No one there. No, no, no one with any physical presence in the box. And no one no. thought to um to to have a shot or two. I think um, Edwards curls one wide. Probably should do better. But Ken yeah. Had quite a good he did, coming. Yeah, he did. Yeah, and and the chances near the end of the first half. I think Bree, is it the one where Bree's tripped? He, or, he could probably go down and it's win a free kick. Slash it's penalty. a great, yeah. it's a really nice move. Some really nice interplay between Dizel and Chalabar. Really classy play. Yeah. And Bree does well, and he's, he's sort of knocked back. And, and, and he does, you've got a feel for Jackson. He does everything right, shows good strength, gets the ball under control, turns, great left foot shot. What the bloody hell is Lehigh yeah, doing exactly there on the like line anyway? Keeper's not right getting right. it at all, is he? It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's not a corner. What's yeah. he doing there? <laughs> I mean, it just sums it up, doesn't yeah. it? You know, he should be there. But the, great defending. And the other one's yeah. a, a really nice judge corner in swinger, which I prefer, frankly. Edwards kind of gets in front of his man, flicks it on, and it's it's Pugh, I think, on the line who gets rid of it just before. But that's fair enough. Yeah, it's a corner, but... Yeah. yeah, do, yeah. do you think Jackson, if he gets it off the air, up in the air a little bit? We've we've had two or three of these chances, Dave, haven't we, where 
You just want him to hit it but into the is, roof. Is, is Jackson maybe. just guilty of just trying his best to hit the target at the moment? Maybe Mikey. Maybe right, Mikey, and he, yeah. he doesn't scuff it. I mean, he lashes. It's a good hit. You know, it's a good hit. But yeah, if Lee Hyde, yeah, you know, right. Lee Hyde's just the right goes, place, isn't he? You're, you're right. If it goes high, and it's a goal. But you know, he, you know, he's concentrating. It's good technique. It's left foot, good left foot, strong, and mm. yeah, just he's just there in the right right place. You know. I think yeah, we he, had needs a, he needs a goal, doesn't he? He so badly, yeah. badly needs a goal. He's yeah. not. A, it's just he, the ball doesn't stick for me. I, I, I quite like him, and I think you know, I'm sure next season pace and stuff will be fine in League One. But and I think he runs the channels as we said before quite well. But he's no, the ball doesn't stick to him. <laughs> mm. <laughs> just ball doesn't. Yeah, whether he's got the first touch, and I think he's got the attributes. I think he looks quite strong. But yeah, the ball's played up, and it very, very rarely. It just yeah, he, he loses it. But look, that's not his fault because it's not. I don't think that's his game. No. Uh, I I wasn't at the game when I saw the saw that we got in one nil at half time. I thought, oh, here we go, is another one one draw coming. But then on forty nine minutes, Rich. Yeah. Well, it's either going to be a one all or is it going to be a two nil, Mikey? That was yeah. Those are the two sides of the coin. Yeah, maybe I was gl- glass half full. <laughs> yeah. I was. I, yeah, I was not. <laughs> um, but. Um, but oh, this one, Dave, I, I want to get your thoughts on um, Scoose in a second, Dave, on this one. Bowen does really well here. It's in, it's in, it, we're Great attacking. Skill. It's in the it's in the whole penalty area, pretty much. There's a throw-in and a few headers, and it drops to um, to Chalibur, and I think Bowen just nicks in there, skips by both him and That's Dazelle, a great bit skill. That's a great cuts bit skill. straight to the right-hand side of the pitch, right by the dugouts. Scoose is kind of marshalling him a little bit, and it, he kind of gets a fortunate bounce, but nicks the ball around Scoose and is gone. And I think Scoose needs to take him out there, doesn't he, Dave? I think it's half-hearted. That's exactly yeah. right. All right, he gets a, he does get the run of the ball. So Bowen does get a little bit lucky because Scoose gets a fair bit of the ball. But it's a sort of half-hearted challenge. Yeah. There, you know, I think there you can get the ball and a man as well and just he go can. right through him. Exactly you know, right. When, get the ball. Say go right through him, get the ball, but, you know, make sure you stop him. You know, fairly, you know, because he's got... But, yeah, half-hearted. There's but no way the ball bit... should break. He should, he should no, kick it out no. for a throw there. Yeah, and, and Bowen, once he's past Goose, it's it's head down, down the right side. He's kind of skips in past Kenlock. Enciola comes across. Kenlock nearly gets back. He's, yeah. he's strong, Bowen. That's about the only thing he did all game, let's face it. It was, it? yeah. And it leads to a goal. And Grzycki, yeah. he, um, it's a really nice kind of low... Um, kind of quite a firm pass from Bowen. Grzycki takes one touch and curls it right into the far corner, right in off the post. Bart's not saving it, and it's just really you know, avoidable goal yet again, taken really well by Hull. And that you know, two chances and they're, they're two nil up. It's just our season in a nutshell, you know. Yeah. yeah. No, right, I'm gonna I'm gonna whiz through the main bits that I've got written down for the rest of the game and stop me if there's anything that you want to talk about (laughs) (laughs) so not it seems to just go very 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 flat but unsurprisingly it's Alan Judge that's trying to make things happen in the final third he cuts in and has a shot that goes just wide and then he has a cross cross shot that the keeper pushes out but the it one, was, the one that he's, that... the first one, Mikey. He, I think he needs to do better there. It's actually a really good position we make. I don't think he's got, he's got time and space, and he doesn't even get it on target. And yeah, we was a and bit. Of the, they're of... the types of chances that he gobbles up in the warm up. If you ever watch him <laughs> doing shooting practice in the warm up, he loves those positions. And mm. for for one reason or another, it's just not happening in the game. Shoot, shoot me down. Am I alone in thinking that he just there's no end product? There's a little bit of that, isn't there? There was a bit of a debate on the on the chat, wasn't there, with Joe on the Blue Monday group? You know what? And I, I sort of agree. And I, it's, 
he frustrates me. He's a great look. He's a great at that level. He's a great player. And look, and if we can hold on to him, he'll be brilliant in League One. I very much doubt we can. I'll, hopefully, I'm proved wrong. But it's just no end problem. I don't know. I just don't get. And his his final ball's not great. Takes a good corner occasionally. But his um... set pieces ain't great. And his final ball just I don't know. Just hasn't quite clicked for him. Maybe I'm being harsh, and it just hasn't quite. He's got having to do everything now, isn't he? I think. Yeah, I feel like a Martin Tyler kind of cliche coming on where he's trying too hard. He's hit well, that yeah, too well. well. He's trying too much. hard, I think, judge to again, score. You, again, was you know, I thought he was great in that ten role when he was a bit more, yeah. a little bit more rigid. You know, it's all very well wandering all over the pitch, but some, sometimes when he's out so far wide, he's just not that effective. He's he's, he's a, some, no, no use. That's again, that's harsh, but he's not so effective out wide in that ten role. You know, again, a cliche in that hole as such. Um, I think he could be really good, but you know, maybe I am being a bit harsh. You know, some of his set pieces haven't been great, and I think you're right. He should at least work the keeper with that chance, shouldn't he? Yesterday, mm. and he, he's—I guess he's running all over the pitch. He's probably knackered, yeah, he isn't is. he? Yeah. Um, yeah. There's one he's got, in. He's got a lot of time to make up for, isn't he? A lot of his career, he's. Well, you know. yeah, yeah, exactly <laughs> yeah. right. And there's a there's a chance for Jackson. Jackson's probably gets another sight just before judges the shot you mentioned, Mikey. Um, Dazelle had a good game yesterday. I thought he was kind of. Busy in midfield again, maybe lacking end product, but a nice ball into Jackson on the right side of the penalty, and he lashes it high and wide, and it was a good chance as well. Get that on target. The cell just loves that disguise. No, oh, I love that. Part, yeah, love that, and he does see stuff that others in the team that we, that are, you know, in the current team, just just yeah, he's got he's he's, he's got more vision than others as in the team. Brilliant, absolutely, but. Again, I'd like to see him get the ball in perhaps and play those sort of passes in slightly more advanced areas. But yep. yeah, it's, um, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, perhaps I'm being a bit over, overly critical of Judge because you just want him to, yeah. you know, you, you see what he's capable he's of. Trying hard, think, isn't he? he's trying to think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So El Mazzuni comes on for his. I think it was his home debut, wasn't it? Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, he Bristol, played Bristol, didn't he? Didn't he? Yeah, yeah. So. I don't remember him playing at playing at home. What conference? Um, yeah, Lambert clearly clearly likes him as well. I I thought he looks like a fish out of water, if I'm honest, at Bristol City. But yeah, how, God, how so, did he look? Yeah, certainly don't lack confidence. You know, he sort of played footballs in front of me. You know, all right, you're chasing the game. There's 20 minutes to go, but you know, when you think, oh, he's you know tight, but he's not afraid to take take possession of the ball in tight areas. And um, yeah, I like him. You know, again, someone who probably needs to a bit like Dizel did, perhaps start of I say start last thing he got injured but you know has done since he's come back needs to just perhaps bulk out a little bit but yeah there's a there's a a free a good technical player there I think very I good I think these are these are valuable minutes for him as well because Bristol yeah. City he picked up a a pretty naughty yellow card because he yeah. he got caught out I think and yesterday I don't know if you're going to mention Mikey but he loses the ball in in the whole half and they break really quickly Evandre kind of dashes through the center of a, our midfield and our defense which isn't there and Puesa cuts in and has a shot that hits the post just oh. near the end, yeah. and that was Ilmazuni. Well, said it now, so I don't have to. Trying to be smart. Sorry, Mikey. I've, yeah, I've, I've no, got no. notes. You see, that's something. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, you know, Rich, I haven't got. I ain't necessarily got a problem with that because he wasn't. You know, he well, two nil. What's really, the difference? You know, yeah, he looked really confident, and he's he's not afraid to, like I say, get the ball in tight areas, and mm. he he doesn't appear to be afraid to play, which is, you know, only to be uh, only to be encouraged, really, especially in our position. For Christ's sake, what does it matter? You know. Mm. I've got a feeling you two aren't going to like one of the questions that I've got on our young players. Um, but yeah, controversial answer for it. Does, we'll, we'll, does it involve Stat and Greg's? Does it? No, sorry. No, no, not that one. No. Oh, sorry. 
<laughs> we're going to have to do that one now, aren't we? No, um, look on the Twitter feed. Colin, <laughs> yeah. Colin Kwana has a powder puff effort late on. Yeah. And then really? the referee puts us out of our misery. Come on. I don't remember him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> relegation is another step closer, Dave. But are there any positives to take? Um, Kenlock yesterday, again, I just think a couple of stray passes aside, I thought he played well. Rich, did you yeah, concur yeah. with me? Thought he I mean, did you, well you said he's, he's made the left back position his own, Mikey. I mean, he's not got much competition, has he? I guess, but <laughs> I, but I, you know, this is exactly what a lot of people are calling out for. Like the season is is as good as over now. Let's give our young players minutes and let's see if they can give. You know, Kenock is getting confidence, more confidence every yeah. game. I think I agree with that, Dave. And I thought he was getting a lot more forward yesterday as well. Bowen didn't really have a sniff apart apart from the goal. Um, yeah. And I don't think there's much he could do about Scoose missing the tackle in midfield, and he tried to do his best to cut it out there. But yeah, I thought Kenlock no, was I all thought, right. I um, thought he was along, I'd have, yeah, along with Judge because he judges overall contributions. Probably our best player yesterday, I thought. Yeah, I thought Dazelle and Chalabra seem to have connected and have had yeah, understanding there. This, in the Nolan injury as well. This is just an extra thing on on Nolan. The last few weeks, we you see it at West Brom. Um, you've seen it um, oh, who the hell did we play before the international break Forest, Forest yeah. where he's getting on the end of stuff in the penalty yeah. he's making the runs yeah. into the box and I think we missed that actually yesterday yeah, we did. as much as him kind of just being busy in midfield yeah that late run there was no one we talked about these crosses to no one Nolan is at least someone who might get, is, try and get him, himself on the end of something and we missed that yesterday definitely and also the thing with Nolan he's, he's more of a physical presence in the box and saying Edwards you know Edwards mm. much more slight, slightly built and you know I think Nolan's just yeah a more powerful presence in the box as well but yeah it's just another same old same old isn't it chapter of injury you know huffed and puffed oh yeah we got another possibly say long term injury you know a few yeah. game injury out to a, a you know a player that's you know probably making a having a settled run in the side or he's having a settled run in the side and probably he's going to be a key player for his next season probably going to miss a few games I mean it's just just get this season done out of the way and move (laughs) on honestly Uh, and it's getting to the point where I'll go on because we'll get to the roundup in a minute I'll do that in a minute you know what I'm going to say probably it felt flat though didn't it yesterday I think that was Uh, the first game that I kind of as much as we had a lot of the ball and a few sights it just felt the whole you know I know the blue action guys tried to do their best and there was a sing along at the end and stuff but it did feel like for the first time the players also knew that because yeah, I don't know about seed. you, I went, I went to the game yesterday thinking, oh, you know, good performances against Bristol City, West Brom, mm. um, Forest arguably could have won all of those games. I think, oh, this is a one. I think, you know, today, you, do you know what? We might get a win today. And... <laughs> Hull are weird, <laughs> aren't they, as well? I just don't, I don't get Hull. Um, but Grzycki's on a great run of form. Harry called him out in the preview, actually, with a bit of on Bowen, but he said that Adkins has found a way to play Grzycki that work. And he, he scored the mm. first goal and he, did a weird celebration left with Adkins, foot. didn't he? Left foot. Yeah, left foot because he's, he's he's been working on his left oh, foot. Lovely. So yeah, that's, yeah. Well, well, that's kind of nice. Do you know what? Yeah. That's, yeah, when that sort of thing comes off. But again, Hull have got some, you know, in Grzycki and 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 Bowen. They got match winners, which yeah. we haven't got. Redeemed. Yeah, you just need someone to pick one in, don't you? Probably. Haven't got that. Yeah. We might not have a match winner, but we do still have Paul Lambert. But for how much longer? Oh. Uh, in his Radio Suffolk post-match interview he gave some pretty cryptic answers about his future at the club Ipswich Twitter went into meltdown so I think the main quote is away days are great but there's nothing quite like home comforts the same goes for McDonald's maximize your home advantage with McDelivery you win 
Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with TalkSport Fan Network and NordVPN, giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. NordVPN opens up global streaming options for content not available in your region by switching your virtual location quicker than Wesburn's running down the wing. NordVPN acts like your cyber Sam Morsey whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like passwords and credit card details from falling into the wrong hands. For about the price of an ITFC match program a month or a Blue Monday Telegram subscription, you can get yourself a NordVPN account which can be used across six different devices. If you need to rapidly change direction like Amari Hutchinson, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Blue Monday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there, supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's not really a proper quote, it's just him saying whoever is in charge next season rather than saying next season. Look, he's a, I, he's, are either of you worried by this? Start, start I don't, with you, Dave. I don't think so. You know, he's an old gnarly, you know, football, you know, football league manager, Championship League One. He's been prem. Um, look, he's won two games in twenty-five, and yet he's a proud. He's obviously a proud man, and of course he's gonna he's gonna invite that sort of stuff. He's gonna almost intimate. Well, look, if I'm not up to it, which clearly at the moment results with, in a roundabout way, results with no matter what team I inherited, two wins out of twenty-five results would show that perhaps. I'm not up to the job, so if you know what I'm saying. Um, and yeah, you know, if 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 the owner decides to go in a different direction, then I think he's almost saying then he's perfectly it's perfectly understandable. I don't really know if he wants him to go, for, because, uh, mm, you know, because nah. we all want him mistakes. I think just for the just for continuity's sake, for goodness sake. I thought it was all a bit um, well. Twitter's a really strange place at the best of times but I thought everyone got a little bit excited over nothing last night and um, there was kind of people making up rumours about Celtic and all that kind of stuff and you know if Celtic won him after what he's done this season and his last few you know last few clubs then good luck to him do you know what I mean and good luck to him frankly as well Um, there are other managers out there I know that he's kind of galvanised everyone but to kind of take a, that a, a few lines where he's kind of talked about the club in the third person or whatever himself or the manager in the third person and say he's off he's off to Celtic or whatever I just thought it was a little bit panto last night um, I, I honestly think it's, it's that sort of proud man he's coming from that sort of manager proud manager point of view where yeah yeah he's almost embarrassed well I've won two out of 25 but mm. You know right. what I'm saying, and the whole thing. So again, I, I think a few people are saying, "Oh, he's he's kind of saying, oh, whoever's in charge or whoever the manager is." Oh. he's been saying that since he. If you listen back to any of his interviews, go and read his post matches. He talks yeah. like every single match, and no one's picked up on it. There was a press conference he did a few weeks ago. I don't know. I think it might have been before the Reading game, and he was he was doing all of that kind of stuff after this kind of announcement with my Marcus Evans that he was staying, and he's still saying it's a great club. 
who you know whoever's in charge next season it's a great club great fans and stuff and people did kick off about it then so I just find it a bit weird they're doing it now and also, like I just said, it's probably totally frustrated with the game yesterday yeah, because yeah. you know the the you know I mean those three really good results, three really good performances, and you're right, you know it just all fell a bit flat. So he's probably very very disappointed, upset about that as well, and probably just didn't want that question at that time. And he's because he tried to build this momentum, hasn't he, over the last few yeah. weeks? And the draws, I think we've probably given the club the benefit of the doubt with those draws, despite the fact we probably should have won it, won them. Yeah. And he's thinking, well, do you know, as soon as that win comes. Yeah. Everyone will be up for it. And I've got season ticket announcements coming up. And he's probably yeah. gutted that there was a good level of goodwill in the stadium and around yep. the club. And that's kind of evaporated after the whole game. And I think that's probably a factor as well. But do you Absolutely. know what? If he leaves, we shouldn't be getting excited about it. We, you know, It happens in football. And, and if Lambert chooses to go because something's upset him or if Evans wants to go a different way, or if we talked about this before. There's not a huge amount we can do about it, guys. We just need to accept it. Get on it. with it. You've got to get on with it. Shit, you know, it's not beyond the realms. It's Scotland might come in for him. Well, of course he's going to go and take his national, yeah. you know, his, you know, the job of his national team. Of course he is. But I'd, um, ex- I'd, I'd unless something, unless it, him and Evans have a disagreement, I'd expect him to, to be here next season, unless someone comes in for him. I mean, I have heard, and you do again, you hear whispers for the club that perhaps the budget for next season isn't perhaps what, he thought it might be, but well, yeah, that's but, easy. And so that's maybe he's posturing take. that. Maybe he's kind of introducing a little bit of jeopardy for Evans to say, well, give me Leverage. exactly right. You know about yeah. negotiation, Dave. You know all about oh, well, Sometimes. <laughs> we like exciting, that. exciting times ahead. Yeah. Hey, um, but just before we wrap up the whole game, Joe Fairs pointed out after the dust settled uh, a few hours after the game that um, we actually won the game on expected goals on the XG. Yes. 1.7 to 0. 0.9 and that that's the real quiz isn't that's it that's the real quiz that's the absolute real quiz We've brilliant picks XG. what have you done brilliant picks <laughs> of um brilliant picks of joe and his uh his young he's young oh young, yeah oh yeah got really a certificate young. didn't he oh uh, awesome yeah and a shout out at half time as well all of them that's really yeah. cool oh i didn't hear that oh really yeah. was there yeah. all oh, of the ones who did their first game yesterday yeah. oh i see yeah 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 yeah. Uh, fantastic great stuff um so let's move on to the other results um Let's start with Friday night's game. Um, Benjamin Bloom was there. You can watch the match review on his channel. Another exciting yeah. game involving Benjamin Bloom. 3-2 to West Brom. Yeah. It's just, just the Ipswich games he attends at crap. <laughs> <laughs> you can see why he's staying away now, can't you? Yeah, yeah absolutely. You Good goal from Livermore this one, wasn't it? Sorry? Nice goal from yeah. Livermore to win that one. It was a thunderbolt. It's a great Set strike. Piece. Yeah, and then yeah. Um, Birmingham won a really bad run, aren't they? This um, this points deduction thing, and I don't think they've hey. I think they've lost the last three or four, haven't they? Mate, they're they're like four points above the bottom three, and I think Millwall have got a game in hand as well. So they're they're in it. Yep. They're I'll in add it. a little bit of spice to our game against Birmingham because that might be the one where we are potentially going to get relegated, and to bring them into yeah. it, it would kind of be worthwhile, wouldn't it? Like it would be something that we'd. This is all we've got now, isn't it? Let's, let's bring Bolton so, down. Let's bring Birmingham down. We want to be playing in games that matter for at least one of the teams. Yeah, I have realised they're just crap, aren't they? I must admit, I have looked at the next few games coming up, and I hate to say that we've got two away games, and Norwich have got QPR and whoever um, Reading is at, I forget who it is at home, and that Birmingham game could be the day where we go down and they go up. I mean, that would just put the tin lid on the season, wouldn't it? <laughs> I really would, wouldn't it? I mean, I know they're going up, they're going up, but 
please don't let that happen the same day. But it's typical this season. You know it's going to happen. Maybe not that game. I don't know. But I just I just can see it, and that's just going to be the proper shit sandwich, isn't it? <laughs> Oh, come on, let's not let's not get on to shit, shit sandwiches, please. I can't even say it. Let's let's just move. Let's move on. Uh, stay in the, the middle. What the hell was that? Uh, Villa, no, he's gone. No, he's gone. No, Mike, he's gone. No. Villa two, Mike Blackburn gone. one. Tyrone yeah. Ming scored. Yeah, he's off. Uh, Sorry, Mikey. He's doing brilliantly. And yeah, Villa late charge to the playoffs. They're they're looking half decent now. Yeah. Your villains, aren't they, Rich? Yeah, I think Villa are in a good shout, and it's all about Grealish. Grealish and McGinn. And Mings, they love Mings. Another good goal for him. Blackburn on the beach. I don't know what Villa's fixtures look like, but um, if they're playing teams like Blackburn every week, they should be, um, yeah, they'd be sorted yeah. for the top six. They've got, they're the ones yeah. with the momentum at the moment, aren't they? They're on a right run. It's that fifth win on the trot, was it? Yeah, and Grealish is the key. I think Southgate apparently was there watching yesterday as oh, well. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's class, isn't he? He's yeah, class. He's class. Yeah. How good are England, by the way? We've got so many good players. Oh. We're very, very good, aren't yeah. we? Yeah. I mean, how good yeah. is... I mean, Raheem Sterling just yeah. is just, immense. How has he yeah. reached that level in, like, how? Pep. Where's he? <laughs> How's that happened? Well, it's obviously. all about Pep. Yeah. Derby County uh, oh. beat Rotherham 6-1. And Frank Lampard's Derby. Of course, no Frank Lampard's Derby. And uh, Mar- or Martin Waghorn's Derby, moreover. He, yeah, he got yeah. a hat-trick, didn't he? His first hat-trick. Two pens. Them. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they, they all count, don't they? I think <laughs> that coincided... <laughs> With the return of Mason Mount, who's been out yeah, for ten I games, think, a fair few games with yeah. hamstring or something, he could be a, a right key player, I think, in the uh, in the run because he was thinking the England squad, obviously, uh, obviously for the last lot of internationals, I think. I'm sure he was. Okay, well, I was think he in the wider squad, squad. Or the, uh, for the wider squad. Yeah, I'm pretty okay. sure. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Rotherham, I think Rotherham are down now. I think. I'm not sure. Their home mm. form is really going to be important for them, but yeah, you'd think. Yeah, you'd but think Millwall did lose at Leeds when oh, it looked like yeah. they were going to cause a real upset, didn't they? And they're still right down there. Leeds that they may see that as like their the big moment that yeah. that they needed from um, behind tw- twice. Did they come back from behind? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah, um, it's got two Ailing school and Hernandez got a couple, didn't he? Yeah. I think. Uh, Forest beat Swansea two one. I, I, I guess their their season isn't over quite yet. Um, QPR season is over. On the um, beach. Yeah. They lost at home to Bolton. Bolton 2-1. keep bloody winning, don't they? Yeah. What? How? Incredible. They're staying up. They're staying up. Bolton. They might not after. They might not after next. Was it Wednesday? I yeah, think they got their yeah. next high court hearing. I think. And. Yeah, Reading picked up a massive win against yeah. Preston, who were absolutely flying. But yeah, Reading forty points now. It looks like yeah, again home full probably going to get them over the line. Probably yeah. You see that um, pass from John Swift for the first goal, Dave. I, you know what? I didn't. The only goals I didn't see. I, I watched. The other thing, the only goals I didn't take a lot of notice of was that game. I don't think. Yeah, was it Clough? Yeah, he's incisive, outside incisive. of the boot. All the way down the line to um to mate uh, to Barrow, I think across his mate, he slams in, but outside of the boot from his own half, curls it yeah. perfectly. Merson, Merson Almost, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think because of our history at the Majeski, I I always struggle to motivate myself to watch goals <laughs> involving Reading at home. Like I just don't like looking at it. Yeah. That's a good job. One of us did some research, then, eh? <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I missed that. I'll have to go and look at that now. 
I think on the preview show, um, Rich, Harry was talking about Bristol City like they was definitely not going to make the playoffs, but then they go and win 3-2 at Sheffield United. Good old streaky league. Does that, does yeah. that mean they're going to win the next they might however do. many games between oh. now and the end of the season That's and go up at do. Wembley? It's perfect timing, isn't it? It would be. What um, what a hat-trick from Vyman. Oh, Vyman, yeah. All, three diff- totally different goals, weren't they? Oh. It was like the first, was it the first one? Was the first goal Sheffield United had conceded in like eight games? Can't be that many, but there was, it was ridiculous, yeah. Mm. And then, oh, three brilliant goals, absolutely. That's a dent to Sheffield United's automatic hopes as well, isn't it, that one? But It's just, I mean, Norwich, oh, God, oh. yeah. <laughs> We're not even going to go there, are we, Mikey? Or, Don't are go we to Bo, go Mikey. Well, yeah, I mean, we we have Stoke nil, Sheffield Wednesday nil. We're going to say, can I just say something? Nil. Stoke's fourth consecutive nil nil draw, first team Solid. to do it since Arsenal in two thousand and nine. Stat, fact, hey. stat, yeah. fact, diamond stats. And then, um, yeah, there was another game. Um, yeah, Middlesbrough. Borough, Borough might slip out of the playoffs. Yeah, They're I mean, I suppose that's run. one positive of it. Um, Tony Pulis again bloody Norwich I mean Ayala it's probably easier to sp- already hit the post but it's probably easier to score in that header isn't it yeah. God's sake and yeah. you just know <sighs> and how I know like... sneaks that shot in the post as well Randolph had a great game as well and he's just oh, he's, he's found well, the only ben spot picked, the keeper can spot Ben picked Randolph in his EFL uh, and yeah. his championship team didn't he I he think was brilliant but, um, yesterday. he made some good saves first half and like, is it what, fourth or fifth consecutive game they've won by the odd goal? That, that's what gets you up. Oh. Yeah, shithousing them out. Well then, well, they're not they're better than that, I've got to say. But yeah, they're, yeah I'm afraid they've gone. Um, and yeah, just just hopefully it just doesn't happen on the same day. Please don't. And the, the other result I've got written down is Oxshot Royals 3, Poplar 2. Oh, okay. Um, nice one. Yeah. So yeah, any a assist, second, Mike, any, second any win assist, of the Mike, season. Mikey, no, assist? no assists. No. Um, I had a free kick that the Ooh. goalkeeper sort of struggled to keep out, but it wasn't wasn't particularly good. Seeing um, your tweet, and I'm not surprised you take all the dead balls. Seeing your the shape, your body, your body yeah. shape for those penalties at Portman Road, where <laughs> you're about just... when you're the oldest ever living man. These are the secret <laughs> photos that no one's about. No one's yeah, seen no one's yet, supposed Dave. to see these. Um, yeah. He's on one he's tonight, actually isn't he? taller than Jason DeVos. That's just incredible. <laughs> <laughs> was that the, was he the captain when you were the mascot? Okay, yeah. So let okay, let's address this then. When I was when I was fifteen, when I was fifteen, as a kid, I'd always wanted to be a mascot at Ipswich Town, and it never happened because it's completely rigged. Um, And when I was and I'd completely given up any hope of it. Um, And then when I was fifteen, a a woman asked my mum at work when she was working at Britannia whether she knew anyone who'd like to be a mascot so she instinctively said yes my boy will definitely want to do that and and you know what even though I was 15 and I was I'd already started drinking the old Stella Artois on a Saturday night I said yeah I I will do that and I got a free kit um I met Jason DeVos and yeah I was already I'd gone through my major growth spurt and was already six foot three had hey, size the, 12. Had a full beard as well. I mean, I didn't have a full beard. Which um, game, Mikey, which game was it? It was against Wolves. Mick McCarthy's Wolves. Uh, it was a 1-0 on a Tuesday night. Um, lost. One. One. Yeah. Lost. So it was quite, it was quite a strange experience. Oh, we lost, sorry. We lost. Oh. Um, There's a future match for this week in ITFC history. Where oh, you mate, you've got to be done. And the mascot, got the mascot his address. Well. Yeah. You actually got the mascot, read his address out, phone number. Twitter handle everything, yeah, and it it was a bit strange because obviously I was 
the the Wolves mascot, what made it worse was he was about I, three seven. foot two and he was six. And I had to show him where the centre circle was because he wasn't aware of the, he was so young and small. <laughs> so I was running out but alongside him. Sports Wolves, because I wouldn't know where the centre circle would bypass it, don't they? You wouldn't be aware of it at all with McCarthy in charge. Um, well, um, you must have been the tallest guy. If you were tall in the divorce, you were clearly the tallest guy in the squad on the night, weren't you? Yeah, I, I'd say I was the same height as Devos. Um, apparent, and this was quite a short Ipswich team. It's back when Jamie <laughs> Peets was playing. And apparently, Brenna Woolley said, because obviously I was at the game, Brenna Woolley said, and blimey, it looks like the mascot is taller than all of the players. <laughs> nice. Something to that effect. So, yeah. so, but when your mum said to this lady from the Britannia, yeah, my, my, my lad will do it, my son will do it. Did this lady from Britannia know your real age and know you were six foot two, or did she think you're about six? <laughs> I don't. I I don't know the answers to that one, Dave. Oh, okay. No, yeah. no. Shout out to the mums, though. Well done, yeah. Mrs. Mrs. Mikey. What's mum called? Oh, no, Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Mrs. Mikey. Smith. Mrs. Yeah. Smith. Mrs. Smith. Yeah, she's sunning it up in Mallorca at the moment. Uh, oh, hey. Come on. Yeah. Didn't Quite want to right. see me on Mother's Day. That's uh, Yeah. So, <laughs> where were we? The league table. Um, oh, yeah. Tell us about the league table, Mikey. Where oh, Mikey, extrapolate. Yeah. I dare you. Extrapolate. I, I won't be doing that. Um, so, yeah, we, we've played 39 games and we have 24 points, um, which by my maths means that we are absolutely fucked. Um, and we have been for some time. Technical, um, technical, yeah. Yeah. technical term which you won't hear on the preview show. <laughs> the high brow preview show. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're 13 <laughs> points behind Millwall. Um, 14 really, aren't we? Goal differences. Yeah, that's shot. true. Yeah, Goal differences. Yeah, Bolton's goal difference is worse than ours. but That is the one crap. I think we're minus 32 and I, I did check this. About 37, I think. Yeah, we're eight so... points behind Bolton now. That's going to finish. Bolton could be wound up as an organisation and yet they've still got more points than we have. It's just... Mm. At least there's only seven games left, Ooh. though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's... You know, the clocks have changed. There's, it's not longer to, to the summer, guys. Yeah. Nation, one month. Which is like, a month. Four weeks. So we got to look at it. Four weeks of pain. Mm. It's got to be a win. I thought, I thought yesterday... Look, looking at the rest of the fixtures, though, I don't know about you... But I thought yesterday might have been our best chance of a win. Yeah. Although, wait, wait yeah. Bolton. Bolton maybe maybe win, Birmingham at home. Yeah. But they've got Swansea they've got on Easter Monday. Swansea on the beach. Swansea a bit leaner. They're a bit up and down, aren't they? There you go. Yeah. Yeah, like, like you say, it looks like Reading are probably going to be safe. And Wigan, they're both on 40 points. Um, Millwall are on 37. Rotherham are on 36. Yes, they um, I think it's those tough. It's Bolton, Bolton and will now be thinking we're only five points off um, safety, but that is five points. Is that's a pretty big gap, and it's six points really because of their goal difference. Should we look at the top, or should we just move on to the Twitter questions? Let's go to the questions. I reckon, Mikey. I'd... Yeah, straight to yeah. the question. Yeah, if you want to have a look at the Championship League table, it is available on all good websites. All good websites. <laughs> all good it's uh, upside down. It's obviously upside down, but anyway. Right, so let's move to the Twitter questions then. First up, Mullet, and this is a really, this is one that I wouldn't want to answer. Oh, no. If you had to remove one from the club, who would you pick to get the bullet this week, Lambert or Evans? Was this? You'd have to answer the last bit. Was this week just the realization of how bad it is at Ipswich? I think um, so. Yeah. Dave, do you want to yeah. do you want to do that one? Lambert or Evans? I don't know. I don't know. 
I think from 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 team continuity, you'd want Lambert to stay. But I think with uh, I don't know, hang on, what's what's going on there? What have you got? Is it cheeky? Is that bowl, cheeky little right? Matt Holland Panini? I have a yeah. Premier League uh, drinks uh, vessel, so I personalised it with a oh, Pablo Pignano. Oh, 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 even oh, no! Don't do it to me! Don't do it to me! <laughs> what was the question? Yeah, Every... <laughs> I think from look, I think from a continuity point of view, yeah, look at the two you want Lambert Lambert to stay as, as manager, um, and I think look, new owner really is, and I to use that well-worn cliche phrase from last season, new owners are be careful what you wish for potentially. Um, so yeah, for me, out of the two, I'd want Lambert to stay. Albeit, you could get new owners in who are completely psycho and would want to bring in their own man. I mean, you know, it's yeah. For me, Lambert. Rich, um, I was just thinking a quote from um, nope. who, who's been a guy labelled my podcast dad by Mullet, um, Harry from Bath. He says <laughs> owners relegate clubs. I'll just yeah. leave that thought with you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We'll do the next question to you, uh, Rich. Uh, I think I'll ask this one to both of you. So, at Matchday Feeling, also known as he- Henry from Beelings, do you be- and he he and he, this guy works for Sky Sports Football, so he do- he does know what he's talking about. He says, "Do you believe the current crop of youngsters are as good as we're told they are? Are you convinced they will be regulars in League One when we are playing for something meaningful rather than this write-off of a season?" He's not. Yeah, I mean, look at the under-23s and under-18s who are strolling their respective divisions. I know it's not the same as first team. I don't think League One is is all it's... Well, I don't think anyone makes out that League One's a decent division in terms of quality. I I think we've said before that the the young players might be a bit lightweight. They might get get some nasty surprises from a few wise wise old kind of pros in League One. But I I like to think the core of the team is, is going to be our young players. And if you put a few, you know, of those experienced heads but around are they, them. But are they that good, though? Like, if you look at the fullbacks that um, that Norwich have, for example, um, yeah, and then you look at the fullbacks that we have. Right? Norwich are oh. going up to the Premier League, though, aren't they, Mikey? When, we, yeah, we're, we're we're when was the last time that we had a had a youngster that, yeah, they like we've had lots that have had a lot, a lot of promise, but when was the last time we had one who was actually excellent and a ben player Knight. that... Opposition they've been nicked from us before they've even got near the first team, haven't they, Mike? We lost three players from the under 16s. Yeah, Charlie this season. Brown, Ben um, Knight. Um, yeah. I get your point. I, I, I totally get the question. And I think probably as supporters that want to see young players in the team, we've always got the high opinion of them that they're going to be the next best thing. I think, though, a level below, the likes of Bishop, the likes of Kennock, the likes of Emmanuel, um, Dazelle should be regular Down. players. Down and Downs should. as well. Yeah, great shout. Um, should all be looking to to be regular starters. I, I definitely think so. And then then you throw into the mix who perhaps we tend to forget about Lancaster, who was yeah. who was you know, the one yeah, actually the yeah. one right. Henry spot. Henry did say that he was the exception to the, his opinion, the one, the one bright um, spot on a, yeah. on a real cack season. I think um, yeah, you throw him into it. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd say those. Why not? You know, man. You know, Manuel. All right, hasn't really got much game time under Lambert in Championship, but virtually ever present for Rotherham in promotion season, wasn't yep. it? Yep. And don't don't be surprised to see the season ticket promotion material emblazing with our oh, young have players. To. Have to. You know. But with Rightly some, or wrongly. But with as 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 Rich quite rightly said, with some wily old campaigners alongside them. Yep. Andy Grimes wants to know and we seem to get questions like this 
every week. The last time I saw Ipswich win was September 2017. Is God punishing me for sins in a previous life? Glenn Hoddle would say yes. Quite absolutely, possibly. Andy. Yeah. Quite right. Um, yeah, what have you done, Andy? Yeah, yeah. Is it yeah, all your fault? Move? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who is he? Andy Grimes. Andy Grimes. Andy Grimes, yeah. yeah. Totally his fault. <laughs> <laughs> Howdy, Chuck. Here's a good question. Philip Everson. Is it fair to say that we are in the bottom three because we are awful, but we are 13 points adrift because of injuries and bad luck? Dave? Oh, I haven't said this for a while. It is a bit of both, isn't it? It is a mm. bit of both. It really is. I mean, the injuries we've had this season are ridiculous, really. Absolutely ridiculous. Um, and you could... I was saying to yesterday, I was moaning about our lack of goals and stuff, but you could see, as the season would have progressed, if, and it's big if, if Sears had stayed fit, you've got Will Keenan. You know, you could see Keenan Sears being a really good front two. Really, yeah. really good. Yeah. Um, but deprived of that, um, that's not going to happen. So... Um, and yeah, um, yeah, and a, and a lack of quality certainly. That you know the signings that the signings that Hursa brought in from League One just didn't, for one reason or another, hit the you know hit the ground running. Um, Danassian, well, he's 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 out of the picture. And Cialo, okay, he's been on the fringe now. In now, okay, Nolan's now starting to show his worth, but just didn't have just didn't have that initial impact. Just didn't have the necessary, I say, like quality because the quality's showing now. But yeah, just couldn't do it uh, couldn't do it early enough. But it's a combination of everything this season has been the ultimate. It's the goals though, isn't it, Dave? And yeah, the injuries have cost us because yeah. we've not been able to replace those players. But you look at the, the run of one-all draws that we yeah. dominated. Someone yeah, puts a goal in. Yeah. Those are wins, aren't they? Well, some of them little, as, as we said about Grzycki and Bowen, that little X-factor type yeah. player that gets, you those, that gets you those, that nicks a goal. We just haven't had anyone like that this season. Yeah. Um, yeah. We, we spoke at length about Alan Judge earlier. Um, Craig F wants to know what's happened to playing judge in the number 10 role playing a very flat midfield three gives no support to whichever ineffectual striker we play and uh, another good one at the end is Scullabar Scullabar becoming the new Scuggless can you give us Scuggless Dave Oh, that's Scuggless, yeah. Uh, do you know, um, I, uh, yeah, I honestly, as, as much as Scuggless can play together, I don't think Skews and Shadowpark can play together right. either, can they? Just don't work. It don't work. But that's all he perhaps had yesterday. Is uh, I suppose he could have gone to Zell from the start, but yeah. But yeah, and, Judge. And Rich, yeah, yeah, carry on. I was just going to say, in terms of the, I, I would put Judge at number ten purely because. He does float everywhere. I don't know if he's been told to do that, but he, he Edwards did him swap sides about five times yesterday. And I think if you, we just needed someone to be that outlet ball out wide and Judge cuts in or drifts around and he's just not there. So I'd put him there. If he's going to let him be a roaming number 10. Um, oh, absolutely. Then, just yeah, get him there. Get him that advanced position between the goals, for Christ's sake. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah between the penalty area. Yeah. And then, and then play another wide player out there. I don't absolutely. know who, though. you got Edwards and... Uh, yeah, no. another... Danny, Danny Rutt oh, no. No. Um... <laughs> that's probably the issue then isn't it <laughs> yeah. Jordan Roberts back hey <laughs> Arthur Pickthorn it's, this is a similar type of question actually and yeah it would be be hard to work out um, where you put Judge if you're putting Nolan further forward but he's asking do you think John Nolan is playing in his best position he gets the feeling that he'd be better further forward linking up more with Judge so maybe he wants to see him play in like a an attacking midfield two, maybe with a sitter in behind. I, no, I think he has, he has been, as we said earlier, has been making those advanced 
runs though, hasn't he? You know, yeah. getting in the box, late goal against West Brom, the goal that would have been probably our goal of the season if he'd have scored against against Forest. You know, the one where he missed time at Heather. So he has been getting in into the box. I mean, I think uh, you've seen, you know, with the way games have seen him play away as well. I think he's been much more effective. Well, you know, quite effective in the position he's playing at the moment, don't you? Yeah, and I, I think uh, Nona will be a big player for us next season. Good player. Good player. Yeah, yeah. I, I just agree. taking his time to, yeah. As, as he said in the match day program, I think he, it's just taken him a while to understand the championship, which goes back to all the stuff about Hurst, isn't it? And, and the play, the signings that he made. Too many, too many. Time for another hypothetical question. This time from Tim Pashley. Um, oh, Tim. So this is one where we're playing. Let's pretend. Um, he. So it's. Would you a stay up and struggle again? Or go down and make playoffs after a reasonable season. So I guess yeah. So he's saying, yeah, would if if we could sort of do it all again, and maybe we win the games that we nearly won, would you be happy with that and being back in the championship next season with the same manager and the same owner, or would you rather go down? Are you quite maybe excited for League One? So I, I've, I'll jump in here and, and firstly say um, play up Pompey to Tim. Um, yeah. Just yes. won the Checker Trade Trophy. Yeah, he's from yeah. down the woods, I think. Yeah, um, he is. And I, I think the there's issues with with both in terms of um, survive but struggle next season. I think that's exactly what we do because unless we're going to spend that squad in the Championship needs real strengthening. It absolutely needs. You know, you need to spend ten million quid on getting that squad because that's how much money we haven't spent over the last four or you know three or four seasons when we should have and which is why we're in the position we are. So if if we if we survived if we would if we had survived we would have needed to do a big overhaul of the squad. So assuming we go down and in Tim scenario we get in the playoffs I'd do that just to be winning games which we've we've lost that feeling you know, as players and supporters, we've, we've forgotten what it's like to turn up to Portman Road and hope that you're going to win the game rather than expecting a draw or defeat. So, I, yeah, as much as it's going to, as David said a few times on the pod, actually, it's going to rip the heart out of, particularly yeah. behind the scenes at the club, which, which you don't want. It's people's livelihoods yeah, and all that stuff. Yeah. I think we we do need a bit of a hard reset, a, a division below, and, and hopefully rebuild and come back stronger. Yeah, totally agree. Totally agree. I, I, I kind of worry serious. about the psychology of it all and how... For years now, Ipswich have been a team that never really wins many matches. And yeah, we're a soft touch, aren't we? And that's what McGoldrick yeah. was saying as well. Yeah, you know, you know in, in that oh, quote, be all right. there was the no pressure to win. You know, no. Because when you when you're up when you're up there winning, your mentality changes completely, and yeah. the effort you see you Norwich, get from everyone you? completely changes, and you, you become you become better players when you're in a winning team. Yeah, and is it? We did someone say we've won five games out of fifty now. Yeah, I don't I forget who that was. Yeah, <laughs> shocking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You just got you just get in that trapped in that mindset, don't you? Unfortunately, I agree with you, Mike. Um, um, yeah, it's going to be hard for the club, and behind the scenes, it's going to be it's going to be awful. You know, yeah, people are going to lose jobs and stuff. But look, it is it is what it is. And yes, if we can, I mean, but I just hope and pray that we get off to a decent start and we get yeah. some momentum early because that's what it needs. Because Shit, if, if we get to October and it's still, I don't know, one, two or three games and lost four or five, and it could be yeah. bad. That's a that's a good segue to the next question from Harry Marcham. I'll go to you again first, Rich. 
Is the strong dislike for Mick McCarthy held by many fans giving Lambert an easy ride? Yes, he's improved things off the pitch, but on it, we've made little progress if you look purely at results. If he gets <laughs> off to a poor start in League One, the good feeling will disappear. Uh, yeah, I'd agree with bits of that. I think I don't think um, Lambert's being... Uh, well, maybe it's a fair point in terms of how Lambert has tried to rebuild the kind of club's relationship with the fans and build the atmosphere, which I think definitely deteriorated significantly under Mick. But I don't think... I think people are kind of probably more giving him the benefit of the doubt because of the the crap that he was left by Paul Hurst. You know, a squad that was totally, was really poorly trained, had inexperienced players and, and senior pros that were told they were no good. You know, it's... Did, did, you, did you see that tweet? It was a brilliant... I think it was on the forum on TWTD. I wrote it down because it just made me chuckle. It said... Um, it's been like the Lambert's been handed like the football version of Ready Steady Cook. Do you see that? He says, <laughs> <laughs> he's been given. He's, he's trying to bag over. Word for word. For word he's you got a parsnip. Given, he's been given some turds, parsley, and a parsnip, but expected to cook something out of it. Exactly right. <laughs> it cracked me up. It just made me laugh. It's just. We're it's spot on, though, isn't it? It's true. Brilliant. Oh, it is. Yeah. It is. It's so right, you know. That's uh, so what Ainsley, you look in his bag. Yeah, what, I guess. Hell yeah, have I got here? Brenna Woolley is playing the role of Ainsley Harriet, like <laughs> asking the asking the questions as he tries to cook something up. Let's rattle those pots and pans. We yeah. really love you, so yeah, get get to next minute. Yeah, it's green tomatoes. Oh no, green peppers, red tomatoes. Yeah. <laughs> That's one for the kids. Hey, yeah. You can still yeah, find it. Nostalgia, nostalgia. Find it, yeah. <laughs> um, Dave, Matt Taylor. Um, must, I don't know if he's the recently retired ex-Portsmouth player, but left foot. He's yeah. to score Thunderbolts. After the game this season, did you all finally realise we were actually going down after all these years in the championship? For me, it was as early as QPR at home. I mean, that was Paul Hurst. Paul Good God, that's when um, someone who was in is that when someone Bart or Gherkin, Gherkin. got done by a call from yeah. Freeman on it. Yeah. Christ, that was ages ago. That was yeah, you're right. That was still Hurst, wasn't that was it? A shocker, yeah, that was one of his last games, I think. Bad, yeah, I worked work with a QPR fan who went to that game. And, uh, side ever. <laughs> yeah, he said to me on the Monday, he was like, you're yeah. down, you're so bad. Yeah. And then, um, and then I, he said the same thing after Boxing Day as well. Yeah. Um, Bristol City at home was the one I felt, oh, yeah, this might actually happen, I thought. Yeah. Oh, and the... then, obviously, and then Millwall at home. They were the two at the time we don't say it anymore do we must win games the big must win games yeah I think um, Bristol City I thought oh this might happen and then after Millwall I thought yeah this perhaps will happen yeah I had alarm bells ironically at Hull away because I think we'd just drawn with Norwich had the international break and yeah. was behind straight crap. away we were crap oh. that day and Hull were, Hull were rubbish as well yeah we've lost yeah. 4-0 on aggregate to Hull this season that's a yeah. stuff for you Bowen and Irvine, I think, scored the goals, but we were just terrible. We weren't, you know, you had a week to build on a pretty solid display against Norwich, and that was the best that we could churn up. And that was the point where I kind of thought really? we might be in trouble. And then I think QPR was a bit of a, a seminal moment as well. I'd agree with it. Who asked the question, Mikey? Uh, that that was uh, Matt Taylor. Yeah, Matt, I'd agree with Matt about QPR being a real kind of, and that was that set that that was the Hurst out kind of yeah uh, picked up speed, didn't it? Then yeah. I mean, we did say when Lambert came in that it was going to really take something for us to stay up. And we're not really behaving like we're massively surprised that we're still going down with Lambert at the wheel, are we? But, oh, it's kind of weird, isn't it? But, yeah. Yeah. Again, Slow, he has a painful again, death. I, I think to give him 
to give him again breaks you can't legislate yeah inherited turds parsnip and some parsley but the um but the injury deal I mean, the, if I mean, the parsnip the... gets injured you know that's the yeah, <laughs> yeah, well... yeah don't worry about the turds I mean, the, the parsley and the parsnip go lame we're done for aren't we yeah <laughs> absolutely you, the injuries I mean you know Sears I say uh, we're talking about player of the year and arguably what Sears are they still up is he still a top score six has he got um, got into Norwich I mean they continue but Sears could well have had double figures 11-12 goals by now yeah. you know and walked away with a player of the year it's it's yeah a horrible horrible season uh, just in one word who did he vote for player of the season Train I copped out I copped out you didn't do it no okay I'd have never yeah. given it to Chambers. Sorry, Rich. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's I'd why. That's why it's because of people like you, Dave, that it'll win. Thanks for not voting. <laughs> if you don't use your vote. Oh, good point. Yeah, good point. You know. Damn. Yeah. Didn't think of it that way. <laughs> Shit, should have had a protest vote. Bugger. How do you, Amy? Yeah. Right, we've got a Brexit question out now. We yeah. haven't really. Uh, people Portland like Jibbage, you. Um, wants to... We're still out here turning it. Go on, what? <laughs> we've... <laughs> With Flynn down signing a new contract, is he the natural successor to Skews? Or could he maybe see somebody else filling that role? Maybe Dizel. Um I don't think uh, Dizel's going to play that role, is he? I think we... Well, he, he wants to be a deep-lying playmaker, though, but he's not going to do the Skews but role, Skews but he probably wants to play yeah. that position. Exactly right. Downs, Downs is ideal for it, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. Him Combat or someone it. nasty, a, a grotty, you know, 30-year-old League oh, One yeah. bruiser. Okay. But yeah, I think I think Downs is a is ready made replacement. Yep. Absolutely. You'd, you'd hope that Downs is really paying attention to I know Skews isn't playing particularly well at the moment, but paying attention to the positions he gets in off the ball and things like that to like the amount of interceptions he gets in games. Oh, that yeah. is that is massive and that that's the sort of thing that maybe as a kid you don't pay any attention to. Flynn Downs is now a professional footballer, maybe that's the sort of thing that he should be spending time to look at. But mm-hmm. Um, yeah, these these kids, be... are, yeah, they just mature. Some kids, some kids just mature earlier than others, don't they? I guess he's he has got that petulant way about him. But you'd think Lambert, someone like Lambert, will knock that yeah. out of him, sort of thing. Not literally, didn't mean it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> would manage that. That's what I meant. <laughs> uh, next question from Adam Williams: Should Paul Lambert stay next season? What sort of points return is going to be expected? No, what sort of points return is he going to be expected to get in the first six League One games? Um, who wants to go first? Go on, Rich. I mean, he's got to be winning at least half of those six, hasn't yeah, he? I'd suggest. Three, yeah. three wins. Three wins. Yeah. I think I think he'd get you by with points? figures. Then. Yeah, yeah. three Two wins a game. Three wins, couple of draws. One will allow one defeat. Yeah, 11, 12, something like that. Yeah, because I mean, yeah, I think... you look at the teams. I think Sunderland took a little bit. I'm sure Sunderland. I can't remember them. Have they ever been top? Have they been top this season? But I can't remember them having a great no, start. Port- great... Portsmouth have been were top for most of the season, but uh, yeah, Luton have run away with it, haven't they? Thirty games unbeaten, almost. Aren't they? Unbelievable run. My yeah, mate, my mate Mark yesterday suggested that first day of the season we'll get Lincoln away, won't we? They'll be on the high after getting promoted from League Two. We'll be on a. Down or having and Lambert's Hiding. left. Absolutely and we'll seven one. Dick three year by Lincoln. Norwich coach don't, don't oh, even go there. Dave, but how up. well was I've got to say, how well has half has done it? You know, because obviously yeah. Luton lost um you know, lost what's his face to, to Nathan, Stoke. Nathan Jones. Nathan yeah. Jones. I mean how yeah. well has half had done? Just the but again yeah. continuity was there anyway, but 
Super. Yeah, there's a face that you wouldn't have expected to see in the, as a championship manager. Not a Stoke. <laughs> um, so, Mr. B, or Eurofan74, would the season have been any different if Jack Ross had chosen Ipswich instead of Sunderland? I'm not sure that he chose <laughs> Sunderland over Ipswich. I, I think, I believe that Hurst was the first choice, um, yeah. rightly or wrongly. Well, wrongly. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, what, what, do you, what do you think, Rich, with Jack Ross at the helm? I, I know that, um, I don't know if he listens to the pod, a guy called Grant Jones on Twitter was big on Jack Ross from minute one. And I think I, he was probably my favourite as well, more because um, he uh, SPL, I guess, is a similar level to the championship and therefore that experience, I think, was a bit stronger. I mean, he's not, you know, Sunderland aren't tearing away with, the, with League One. But yeah, I guess it's one of those ones we never know, will we? I think probably... Now, with hindsight, you'd say obviously you go for Jack Ross, but we, how were we to know that Paul Hurst would would it would play out so badly? I mean, on a similar vein to Hurst, and I haven't, I'm, I've watched the. By the way, I've watched the Sutherland Netflix documentary. Where if anybody hasn't seen it, is oh, it's brilliant. It's brilliant, absolutely brilliant. But um, did Jack Ross has Jack did Jack Ross bring any many SPL players in? Don't to think Sutherland? so. Not sure. I can't say of as you know, Allah Hurst did with. With you know league uh, you know importing league one players into town, I, I, I mean, I'm, I just there's a quite a chain, chain, chain of players, wasn't there? But I, yeah, I don't know actually. It's a good shout. I'm not sure. I mean, incredibly, he's still got McGeady. He scored twice today, didn't he? But I think McGeady. I mean, yeah, still doing a great player. That will, I mean, there's a player. There's a sort of that our sort of if it happens, he's our judge, really, isn't he? he could mm. be next season, I guess. But you look, the you biggest think, thing you is think judge was... has got the final product. In League One, I'd certainly hope to hope for in League One, Mikey. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> a set, set plays is still a set play, though, isn't it? Well, it, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> I take I take the point, but you know, goal, goals from open play would perhaps give him greater confidence with his set plays. Mm. I reckon he'll score at Brentford. There you uh, go. Oh, that's, yeah, good point. Yeah. Uh, do you want to play two little ducks? Really? We're <laughs> going to play two little ducks. Um, I'm excited, Mikey. So. Yeah, you probably wouldn't have guessed, guessed this one. I, I thought about doing the um, Ipswich 3, Bradford 1. Um, oh, we'd have smashed that. That would have been good, wouldn't it? But, we'd have smashed uh, that. I completely Ipswich forgot. 3, Bradford um, 1. Oh, what the... So I, looked, I looked for oh, one that is... Oh, you're right, the one we mentioned. Carboni. Yeah. Oh, I, looked, I looked for one that's a bit of a ICFC flashback uh, for next week. Um, oh. Yeah, I think April, April the 4th. 4-1. 2004 and oh, it's 2004 Ips, yeah Ipswich Town 2 West Bromwich Albion 3 oh. big crowd at Portman Road and while you start writing those down I've decided as I'm here at Premier League Productions um, and as it's 32 games 32 game weeks old it's probably time to look at the Blue Monday fantasy football table um, 105 <laughs> people sure in the league I don't think Ben did, despite setting up the league. Um, Um, Currently down in last place is your mate Jules, Dave. No Um, way. Yeah, I suspect he maybe made his team and hasn't looked at it since. But oh, he's been moving out. He's had a lot on his plate, Jules. He's got wooden spoons and all sorts coming his way. Uh, Um, Renegade Statman's team are down in 85th, 30 places below his son Finley's, who are in a respectable 55th. He's a few points ahead of you, Rich. You're in 62nd. Um, 
I'm in the top 10, so I probably need to get a life. Um, <laughs> but out in the lead by a country mile, um, and get this, he's ranked in the top 150 out of 6,250,000. Is it a Steve? Steve Jackson. Yeah, he's a, he's a, an, you know him. does an, um, analysis. He's a really good account to follow. I forgot, I've, sorry, Steve, I've forgotten your Twitter handle. I think it's like FPL stats or something. He's a real kind of, um, yeah, he's a numbers junkie, so I'm not surprised uh, by okay. that. I didn't know he was in the top 150 of the whole country. Yeah, though. I mean, that may, this was uh, at the start of play today, Sunday, so this doesn't include what happened in the the Cardiff, Chelsea and the Liverpool Spurs game. taking Salah out probably, uh, I bet. But yeah, well done to you, Stephen. Good luck with the rest of the season. Is yeah, I think I don't know what the prizes are um, for the overall game, but I'm sure that Ben has got a, a nice. Um, oh, so I set prize. it up, Mikey. So the prize is um, pride. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'll print out a certificate or something. I could provide some Ipswich Panini stickers to put on the. Don't give those uh, away, Mikey. I'll have those. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have, have, a, pa- have a Pablo. Have you got a Pablo swap? Uh, no, I stuck it on my um, work drinks bottle. So. Oh, that's, oh, that's the only yeah. swap. <laughs> um, Can you remind me which so, season this is? Is this though two o three or o three o four? No, sorry, o three o four. It's April. It's late in the season. It's two thousand oh. two thousand and four, April the fourth. Uh, we've got Joe Royal in the dugout. I think they've got Gary Megson in the dugout. Um, do you want to go first, Rich, as you're um, looking close to the screen? Yeah, I'll um, I'll go for Jeff Horsfield. <sighs> yeah, bang on. Scored the winner and then did the the silent ah, celebration, yeah. he, which I hated. Yeah, he, he loved scoring against Ipswich. He did. He gave it big ones scoring against us for Birmingham as well. He did in that. Cup in that cup yeah. game. I remember watching this game. I was in Johannesburg. It's on Sky, wasn't it? Yep. Mm. Um, the humble brag from Dave. Not really. I'm just this. Uh, Joe um, um, Kelvin Davis. <laughs> yeah. Kelvin. <laughs> Kelvin Davis. Um, are they are the usual suspects in the lineup, Mikey? Um, if there's any midfield wise, yes. And um, Majorton. Yeah. Um, Tommy Miller. Yeah. He scored to make it one nil. Did. Um, I want to say Richard Naylor centre back, but I'm not sure he was converted there yet. Oh no, it was Joe Rule. Naylor was the centre back, or am I playing a golden um, goose, Mikey? Yeah, I think you're playing your golden goose That's there. Right. That's right. Um. Okay. Um, what about Fabian Vilnius, Dave? Is this the season we... Yeah, you, we, Fabian Vilnius is, is in there. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, what about Jermaine Wright, Dave? Already left by them. Jermaine no, I'd still, I'd still go Jermaine Wright. Okay. He played the full 90. Westlake? Oh, yeah, Westlake was in there. Oh, Matt, was Matt Richards therefore in that team? He was indeed, yeah. Left back, I think, or left wing, yeah, left back. Yeah, do you want to know who came on for Ian Westlake? Magilton? No, um, he, yeah, we've already got him, but Mar- Martin Royster came on for Oh, wow, he's still there. Yeah, wow. yeah still there. Because I thought, because we, we were eventually beaten by West Ham in the playoffs that year when your sliding doors moment, Rich, when Westlake, well, Westlake hit, hit the, the post. post. 
and Royster was on at that point, and I was sure that Royster was gonna was gonna score the goal that took us to Cardiff. Oh, it's it well. That, um, that is a real season. good prompt, actually. So defence. That's the then. first season. I'd say Matt Elliott. Yeah. Um, have we got Diallo and Santos anywhere near that team? Uh, yeah, Look. one of them. One of them. Oh man, who are we having? Diallo yeah, at right the, back. The French one. Oh, yeah. uh, no, I no Diallo didn't play. Santos. Santos did. Um, was Horlock anywhere near the team as well? Uh, on the bench, maybe. Was that maybe later? he was. Maybe he was on the bench. That, um, later. Can I um? Can I have a guess of a West Brom player? Yeah, I, I have used our golden goose though, Dave. Was Lee Hughes in the West Brom team? He or was that? indeed. He, he was. was indeed. And was Dean yeah. Kiley in goal? Maybe, possibly. No, 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 no he no, was just a. No. Um, <laughs> sorry. Was Guard, was Guard so playing for? He was, yeah, and West Brom. I I remember something weird from this game. The goalkeeper for West Brom, who was quite old, injured Russell himself. Holt. Russell Holt, yeah, and Thomas Gardsoe was taking his goal kicks for him in the second half, and they were going oh, miles. They were, he was punting. He used to, hit from, he used to shoot from the halfway line, didn't he? Gardso? Yeah. Oh, what a player! He was a good player. Dan, Darren Moore. Big Darren Moore's oh, in there. Rachel. Have we got our strikers yet? No. One of them's obvious. One of them um, slightly less obvious. They're both. They were both very young. Ben and um, yeah. I think what? young striker from that that Bowditch. era. Yeah, spot on. Ben. So How you've we got. Think of Bowditch. We've got all the team, haven't we? Yeah, you've got all of Ipswich. Um, is there a uh, Darren Carter playing for West Brom? I'm no, there wasn't. Just... He was probably still at Birmingham. I suggest that I've exhausted my West Brom yeah, knowledge. I think, yeah, I've got, I've got, yeah, I've got nothing there else. Was a, there was a player um, for West Brom, Dave, who's, who came on and scored, who might even still be playing for Burton. He definitely was playing for them last season. And he was rapid. Winger. Lloyd Dyer. Yeah, you're right, Dave. Lloyd, Lloyd Dyer. <laughs> Sorry, Dave. <laughs> Um, there was Lloyd Dyer. Lloyd Dyer. Yeah, Lloyd Dyer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, other notable ones. Um, oh, what about um? Like he played for Ireland loads of times. Zoltan Gira um, was he? Was Matt got... Holland and Roy Keane. Mark centre midfielder. Yeah. Who's the was the chap from? Was a Norwich player went to West Brom. Um, Andy Hughes. And no, Andy Johnson. Andy Johnson, oh yeah. Yeah, Andy Johnson's right, yeah, Welshman. Um, hey. Yeah, and the rest of the team, yeah, there's Paul Robinson, the defender. Oh, yeah. Um, James Chambers, I don't remember him at all. Um, Sean Gregan. Uh, it's Preston, I think. And Artem Sakiri, oh. um, who came off at half-time for Jason Kumas, who came on and scored a Kumas. nice free kick. Good player. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Good player. Very good player. That was a good one, Mikey. I enjoyed that yeah. one. Yeah, it was oh. a good one, that. Glad you did. So, yeah, line of duty starts in five minutes, so oh. we should probably um, wrap this up. Is that worth watching? Oh, uh, yeah. If it's like season five. Yeah, so. Sky Plus it and then go back and watch them all. They're all live. No, I did, I've just done the same with Peaky Blinders, actually, because only oh, I sort of went from series time. one to, like, bits of series three and stuff. I've just... I've got one more to watch of the last series and Jordan boy watches it said it's the most epic one at well, Yeah, it's brilliant. So, it's pretty good the last yeah. one. Um yeah, I must um must do that then. So yeah, before cool, we go Rich, Rich, you'll be back for the uh, the Bolton preview, won't you? Yeah, me and Harry will be talking about um 
Bolton 2, Ipswich Town 0. Uh, that'll probably drop on Friday morning. And uh, you, you don't have to give anything away, but I believe that you're thinking about doing another top 10 video. Yeah. Um, yeah, if I, if I could find the time, I'll try and get it up in the next couple of weeks. It'll be the of top... What? Not this season. Uh, no, it's the yeah, top 10 moments of this season. Not, not, <laughs> not top 10 savoury no. pastries. Oh, Chicken and treats, so slice. Oh, I tell you what, I'm the. Co- Did you say the co-op? I'm there tomorrow. God, chicken and treats. Yeah, there might just be around oh, yeah, here in Warwick. Actually, um, oh. Twitter, Twitter question from at Benjamin Bloom. What, what's the best um, pie or savoury pastry you've had at an away game? Brighton oh, away, yeah. Brighton Amex, fantastic pies. What did what? what, what I think it was a steak and ale one. Oh. I think, but they had a good okay. veggie one as well nice. for Ben. You know. Yeah. I don't know what to say. Not last, I can't remember when it was, but I had a pasty somewhere, and I can't remember where it was. It might not even have been at football. So, any, I can't remember. <laughs> um, Top yeah. ten pies at away days. That'll be the, yeah. the video. Yeah, it yeah I, be. I th- my my one. Um, it was very much quantity over quality. Um, you remember the three-one away defeat at Charlton when we were three-nil down at half time. Oh, yes. back ill. Uh, that was. Yeah. My first away day on the beers, and I hadn't eaten all day. And I went down at half time to get a, to get a pastry, and they gave me two for the price of one chicken tikka slices. Nice. I've astonished both of them, and they almost they really helped me out. Food, that is Christ. <laughs> outstanding. Yeah, I remember Dave, that. Dave, tell us, um, you had this week an ITFC history drops. Yeah, we did. We um, did. We had one. It dropped the other day, and we have. Um, I've got to remind you. I've got stat sent me some games. I've got to choose four. Um, I might even do that this evening, and possibly might get it out next week. I think it's probably more likely the week after because stat, can, you know, he's uh, obviously works in a school, so he's got like eight weeks holiday coming up. Where I'm in <laughs> over Easter, so um, it's more My than likely the week after. But week. could be could be this week. It depends. Again, it depends on our tech assistance from Rich or Ben. I'll, uh, I'll be in touch. Yeah. The glue that holds it together. Right, so another step closer to relegation, but we, <laughs> we still love the town, don't we? Um, had to say it, didn't we? Well done, Mikey. End on a positive. <laughs> <laughs> careful be what... careful what you wish for. <laughs> yeah, cheers, guys. Great fun. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, but in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants.
This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.